Y'all ever thought something happened, but it really didn't happen, but you default somebody over the fact that it did happen? Yes. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. 100%. Allie V probably thinks he cleaned himself well sometimes, but he really didn't because he doesn't use a bidet. That's true. That's true. I didn't like where that went. (laughs) 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 Yeah, he he only Uh, thinks he's clean. Bidayking.com. Coupon code, unclever. I'm talking about the Mandela effect is what I was talking about. Mandela. So, it has to be like shared by... A group of people, right? For yeah, different- yeah, that's okay. true. To a degree. Uh, well, let me ask you this. This is it. So I, I kind of did a deep dive on this, and there's no way we can get to everything that. Well, I've got. should we give a, a definition of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was going to do. Okay. Uh, but let me ask you this: How long do you think that that expression has been around? Mandela effect. Twenty-seven um. years. I'll go 127 years. <laughs> so you obviously don't know the definition of Mandela effect, then, if you say 127 years. I stand by it. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to shock you. The The term Mandela effect has only been in existence since 2009. Okay, yeah. I know it was recent. How does my guess display my ignorance (laughs) (laughs) because the guy wasn't alive 127 years ago (laughs) you're telling me there's not somebody 127 years ago with the name mandela (laughs) so it was coined in 2009 by a lady named fiona broom she created a website to detail her observance of the phenomenon so um she was at a conference and essentially how it started was she was at a conference and she was talking with other people about how she remembered the tragedy of the former South African president Nelson Mandela and his him dying in prison in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Right. However, he did not die in prison in the 1980s. He passed away in 2013. So he was still alive. And she was thinking <laughs> he died in prison in the 1980s. So that's where it came from. And so what happened is she began to talk to other people about her remembering this. She started to learn really quick that she wasn't alone, that a lot of other people remembered seeing coverage of his death as well as a speech from his widow about dying in prison. So that's where the term came from. Cause she was, she was shocked that, you know, such a large number of people could remember um, the same identical event in such detail when it never happened. Mm -hmm. And so she was a writer and so she was encouraged by her publisher. So she started, uh, she began the website. Essentially, it was almost like a blog. Uh, and she called, you know, and she called it the Mandela effect and started pointing out other incidences of the same thing. I'd, I'd like some examples. To date, how much money do you think she's made off this? $27 million. $127 million. <laughs> 27 is the theme here. <laughs> Less than five grand. Wow. Mm. That's kind of disappointing, but that's yeah. also crazy to think about that somebody coined that term mm-hmm. is the person who recognized first and foremost that it happened yeah. or at least brought it to light that it was happening. And she's made 
essentially nothing off of it over the course yeah. of Yeah, that's surprising. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, I'll give you some others that uh, people have talked about. Um, one of the one really common one is uh, Henry VIII eating a turkey leg. Hmm. And uh, you'll see people, have, they'll have memories of the painting of Henry VIII. There's like a famous painting, painting mm-hmm. of Henry VIII. And they'll seem to remember that painting of him eating a turkey leg. Doesn't uh, exist, does it? Doesn't exist. I feel like I remember it as you started describing it. There have been a lot of cartoons created that depicted that painting, and they add that feature to it. But that painting doesn't exist in real life. Or... I, there would be some type of cartoon or some some type of mm-hmm. animated movie, and they would have a painting of Henry VIII on the wall, and instead of it just being a regular painting of Henry VIII, they would have Henry VIII eating a turkey leg. But no such painting You exists. think he ever ate a turkey leg? Well, I'm sure, but no painting exists of him eating a turkey leg. And they'll do similar things with the Mona Lisa, but for whatever reason, the painting of Henry VIII is the one that's stuck in people's mind. I guess. Yeah. A lot of people think that the Monopoly guy has a top hat. Does he not? No. That's right. He doesn't. But a lot of people, when they picture him in their mind, he has a hat on. You said Monopoly guy, I immediately thought of a top hat. Yep, no hat. No hat. He's got the monocle, Mm -hmm. no hat. I don't like this. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to mess with you a little bit. How about this? Uh, Star Wars. Okay, so Todd's out. I'm out. No memory of it. Star Wars. Empire Strikes Back. Yes. You remember Darth Vader saying to Luke what? He didn't he didn't say Luke. Luke, I'm your father. Is that what you're trying to? Mm-hmm. 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 He never said that. What did he say? He said, No, I am your father. Never said Luke. Mm-hmm. I See, like I did know that one because that's a like, like. Now you're messing with my childhood. I've been hearing people say that for my whole life, I guess. How many times have you heard somebody say that though? A lot, uh, countless. Yeah, All not, the time. not once have I until you just did it. Have I ever heard someone say no? So wh- <laughs> except for when you watch we'll the get, movie, we'll get yeah. into what, uh, <laughs> we'll get into a little bit of what causes it. But so what they're doing is they're remembering, they're combining a portion that's earlier in the scene mm-hmm. where Vader first shows up and he first says his name, and it's like the first time they've really encountered each other. And when he says this, it like gives you chills. No, you're wrong. What you're wrong about the reason that people think this? <laughs> <laughs> What's the right reason? If if people at our age think this is because they saw Chris Farley say it into a fan. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. part of it. That's a, that can be a big part chunk of it. of it. But there's a bunch of reasons of what causes. And here's the thing, for it to actually happen and kind of really qualify as like a Mandela effect where a bunch of people are kind mm-hmm. of uh, confused or duped into thinking a certain thing, it actually has to be a combination of a lot of different things. Mm. It can't just be one thing. That's part of it. That's part of it. It, it can't very well just be Chris Farley. Oh, yeah, yeah, Every is. time that it happens. Just Chris Farley. Um, what about um, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? What about it? The evil queen, what does she say when she looks at the mirror? Mirror? Mirror. On the wall. 
That is incorrect. I'm sick. <laughs> What's she say? She never says that line. Where does it come from? But so many people remember her saying mirror, mirror on the well, wall. Who's watched, the fairest of them yeah, all? Yeah, because they watched that Save by the Bell episode where they hip-hopped it up and made the song out of it. Mm-hmm. The line actually began with magic mirror on magic the wall. Magic mirror. <laughs> Not true. One thousand percent true. What true. did the Brothers Grimm say? Huh? Didn't the Brothers Grimm make that, uh, write that story? I don't know. Big Grimm head? No, I just know that the Brothers Grimm did a lot of those. No, uh, I think like they wrote a lot of those stuff that Fairy Disney tales. did, and that's why, like, you can watch Disney Snow White, but you can also see Snow White in Shrek. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. mm-hmm. Disney didn't create that character. Shrek did. So I think maybe in the book it says Mirror, Mirror. Never read it. <laughs> I don't like that it doesn't say that. Yeah, I know. All right, here's one for you. Spell Oscar Meyer. I was going to sing it, but was it O-S-C-A-R-M-E-Y-E-R? It's M-A-Y-E-R. That is correct. It's M-A-Y-E-R. But so many people remember it as M E Y E R. I'm just getting exposed right now. <laughs> I, I saw the package in my brain and could see the word. And some people claim to remember them actually spelling singing it, it in the singing song. it and spelling it M E Y E R on packaging. But it's never been that way. It's always been M A Y E R. Yeah, that's Oscar Mayer. <laughs> Doesn't sound the same. Yeah, everybody knows the famous guitarist John Meyer. <laughs> take it up with the Winnie Mobile. Take take it up with Oscar. You ever seen that thing in person? Yeah, I haven't. I'd love to. Yeah, I saw it in person. How about that? That's wild, isn't it? All right, tell me this. Here's here's a, this one's crazy. The location of New Zealand in relation to Australia. Where is New Zealand located? I mean, it's a it's a Dora Summerton situation, is it not? Well, <laughs> <laughs> full Neil Gardendale action. No, 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 no. New Zealand is it, it's like an island off the coast of Australia, right? Basically, right. I mean, it's not an island; it's bigger than Stone's that. Throw. But where where is it in relation to Australia on a map? I would say north. I'm saying. Mm. I'll tell you this: it's on the east side. Yeah, I think it's like. So is it northeast? Sort, is sort, it, is it dead east? Is it northeast or is it south? Southeast. I was going to go north. It it is in actuality southeast of Australia. There, in my <laughs> mind, there's nothing souther <laughs> than <laughs> Australia. <laughs> it is the southest. There is a large community of people who. Hold on, I got to blow this bottle back up. Why? Uh, I don't know. I just had to. And for whatever reason, there is a large community of people who claim to remember New Zealand being northeast of Australia. Hmm. It's basically Antarctica. Or wait, that's an, I've lost my map. <laughs> when in fact it's southeast of Australia. No, nothing south of Australia. You're you're circling back at that point. All right. Yeah. What, at one point, does that east become west? Is it the Berenstain Bears or the Berenstein Bears? Stain. Stain. 
<laughs> stain. <laughs> you are getting exposed. <laughs> you know what? Varden is starting to look like. He he just looks like a Ali Mandela. <laughs> he looks like a sheeple. Yeah. Like, he'll just believe whatever they tell him. <laughs> just gonna shrug and keep it moving when somebody tells it, me something. It is B E R E N S T A I N. But so many people remember it. Remember it is Berenstein. Yeah, it's S T E I. That's the way. That's uh, the way people pronounced it. Growing when I was growing up. Yeah, the Berenstein. Yeah, is yeah Berenstein. Yeah, I don't like what's that. What's the What's the name of that? Uh, the pizza place that's always in gas stations. Hunts Brothers. Hunts Brothers. There's no S. It's Hunt. Hunt Brothers. There's no. Stop it. Look it up. <laughs> there is no S. Are you sure? Oh, I bet everything I got in the world right now, and there is no S on Hunt Brothers. He is correct. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> My life, my entire <laughs> life is a lie. This, this, I've been saying, I've been calling people out for this for a long time. Everybody does it. It sounds like Todd's just more observant than we are. <laughs> no, actually, that one, well, yeah, maybe. I never called it Hunts Brothers, but uh, big NASCAR sponsor. Mm. So I've seen the logo a lot on TV. Hunt Brothers. I don't like that. I, I had one that I didn't realize till a year, about a year ago. The auto parts store, Advance mm-hmm. Auto Parts. I always put a D on it. Advanced Auto Parts. How could you make a mistake like that? There's no D. Hmm. I can't be the only one. All right. Here's one that's uh, Blake shook over that Hunt Brothers thing. I am shook. Sure. <laughs> that, that'll mess you up. <laughs> You know you've bought a pizza from there before. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you've seen the logo. I know. And there is no S. I know. <laughs> Mandela. Um, all right. Here, This one's very popular for people, like, around our age. So the movie, so there's a, ni- a 90s movie starring Sinbad as a genie mm-hmm. known as Shazam. Yeah. People will fight you over this. Yeah. They'll get physical. They'll say it existed. Sinbad said it doesn't exist. Um, Shazam, Shaq's movie, right? Kazam. Kazam. Gosh. With that kid with the really just bad teethies. But people will remember Sinbad being in a genie movie called Shazam. He had to have at some point been in like a skit or something. with a Because I can see him in my mind as a genie. I can too. Mm -hmm. He's just got a genie look about him. I think that helps. I yeah. like him in uh, well, he always Jingle wore that, All the Way. Yeah, He always wore that big gold hoop earring yeah. mm-hmm. that kind of had that genie look to it. Mm-hmm. Y'all ever thought about going hoop earring? <laughs> yeah. I it's did. Total power move. <laughs> I did. Did you really? Yeah, in ninth grade I had an earring. Hoop? <laughs> I had a small gold hoop. Michael Jordan style. <laughs> it was either that or a Nike swoosh all the time. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> One of those really small ones that like, almost hugged your lobe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, my big fat lobe barely... That's what I'm talking about. My dad got so mad when I got that earring, he tried to rip it out. Did literally tried to? Mm-hmm. Like, hold me down and rip it out. What happened? How'd you get away? 
<laughs> Did you all up before you came home? <laughs> no, I, I just stop held by and get some Vaseline. I just guys. held on to my ear so hard, it's like you have to rip my hand off. See, my dad always said that to me. He's like, "You get a hearing, I'm gonna rip it out." <laughs> so I never did it. You never got one. Uh-uh. Yeah, I had one just for a while. I did maybe six months. What would it take? For Can you, you to still get that tell back? on your earlobe? Can you still see a little? I don't know. My left ear. I think you can, man. You see anything? Mm-hmm. You do? Can't tell. It's hard to say because they're red right now from the from the uh, headphones. headphones. It's the first time I've ever looked at your ear. <laughs> nice ears, bro. <laughs> all right, here's one. This is not up my alley at all. Pikachu, the Pokemon character. <laughs> I'm about to, I'm about to I, rock Varden's world. Does he have a solid yellow tail, or does he have a black tip tail? Black tip? It's solid yellow. (laughs) (laughs) I hate it here. (laughs) Terrible day. He has... So many people remember Pikachu, the Pokemon character, as having a black tip tail, when in reality, he's always, always had a completely solid yellow tail. I hate that so much. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder why. I wonder why. Yeah, I was I was just thinking about that. Like, what makes you remember that? There's other like. I'll there, tell you what it is. There's other black. It's his parts ear, of him, right? It's his ears. Makes uh, you think yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that I'm looking at the solid yellow tail, I hate that character. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> just had so much. It had so much more uh, pizzazz. Yeah, with the black tail. Yeah, sleeker. <laughs> that never existed. <laughs> All right, here's the last example I'll give you, and we'll get into a little bit of what causes it. Um, Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. Does Mickey Mouse have suspenders or no? No. My immediate, my immediate response was yes. As I'm picturing Mickey, he looks like he has on pants that would pair with suspenders, but I actually don't think he has them. He does not. <sighs> Todd hadn't missed one. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, he has... There's but- some, something... What, he has what are the buttons for? Yeah, he has butt hair. I'll pull it. What are the buttons for? Because that's what I thought in my head. Like, what are the buttons for? But no, he doesn't All have suspenders. All mices have buttons on <laughs> their chest. All the mice. <laughs> yeah. He has a... Uh, yeah, he has he has buttons on that makes it appear as though he he's wearing suspenders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, but he's not. Just weird buttons on his. He's Button. not wearing a shirt at all. No, he's topless. <laughs> <laughs> he's grokking the opposite Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. <laughs> all right, here we go. So, uh, what causes Mandela effect? Few things, false memories. Uh, a more likely explanation for the Mandela effect involves false memories. Before we consider what is meant by false memories, let's look at an example of a Mandela effect as it will help us understand how a memory can be faulty. Uh, who is Alexander Hamilton? Who is Alexander Hamilton? Mm-hmm. No idea. He, uh, musical. Most Americans learn in school that he was a founding father of the United States, but 
he was not a president. However, when asked about the presidents of the you know, presidents of the United States, many people will mistakenly believe that Hamilton was a president. Hmm. Same thing with uh, Thomas Jefferson, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. So it says, uh, let's see. A lot of people think Thomas Jefferson was president. He wasn't? No. If we consider a simple neuroscience explanation, the memory of Alexander Alexander Hamilton is encoded in an area of our brain where memories for presidents, uh, let's see, presidents of the United States are stored. The means by which memory tr- uh, traces are stored is called the the engram and the framework in which similar memories are associated with each other is called the schema. So when people try to recall Hamilton, this set of neurons in close connection to each other, bringing with it the memory of presidents. That's, yeah. It's an oversimplification, but it illustrates the general process. I don't know. That's my, a false I don't know memory. my presidents. So. <clears throat> but you see what I'm saying? Like yeah, if, you were, saying. if you were storing something like that, say like a historical figure mm-hmm. From around the same time, they're all presidents. Yeah, <laughs> all like, of them. Everybody's a president. Yeah. Mark 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 Twain was a president. 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 I think it was seven. Um, okay, another another thing that causes Mandela effect is something called confabulation. Yeah, use a real word next time. <laughs> confabulation. <laughs> confabulation. What that does is involves your brain filling in gaps that are missing in your mm. memory in order to make more sense of the situation. Mm -hmm. It's not lying, but it's rather remembering details that never happened. And confabulation tends to increase with age. Hmm. If you could figure out a way to control the the gaps that get filled in, Mm -hmm. oh, man, you can mess. That's what Mandela effect is. So what you would have to do, though, is you'd have to be so forward-thinking that you would have to plant seeds yeah. while something was happening in real time in order to reap the benefit from it 20, 30, 40, 50 years later. I would love to yeah. see this play out. There's got to be a movie made by Yeah. That. Misleading post-event information is another thing. Information that you learn after an event can change your memory of an event. This includes subtle information that helps you explain why Eyewitness testimony can be unreliable. How does this relate to the presidents? <laughs> everybody's a president. Every day's a day, and everybody's a president. That's it. So that's another thing. It's it's kind of a combination of confabulation because when you get post event information, it starts altering what you think really happened in mm-hmm. that moment. So. Uh, something else that can cause it is something called priming. It describes the factors leading up to an event that affects our perception of it. Also referred to as suggestibility or presupposition. Priming is the difference between asking how. Priming is the difference between asking how short a person is versus how tall a person is. Mm. Saying, "Did you see the black car?" instead of a black car? Question mark makes a subtle suggestion that, that that influences the response and the memory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, 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 it does. All of this makes me question, is anything real? <laughs> All right, here. <laughs> Did anything actually happen? <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> another, another explanation for Mandela effect? 
Alternate realities. <laughs> there it is. Did anything actually happen? One theory for the basis for Mandela effect originates from quantum physics and relates to the idea that rather than one timeline of events, alternate realities or universes may be taking place and mixing with our timeline. In theory, this would result in groups of people having the same memories because their timeline has been altered as we shift between different realities. Do you think we're in the prime timeline or the darkest timeline? Uh, priming, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so when it comes to alternate realities, if you think that sounds ridiculous, it does. But um, the, it. the idea, so the problem with it is it's unfalsifiable. <laughs> this is Varden's strong game right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right in the wheelhouse. Meaning there's no way to disprove that these other universes or realities don't exist truly. I tend to say the burden of proof lies with you. Yeah. So this is why such a far-fetched theory continues to gain traction among Mandela Effect communities. You can't prove it's not real, so you can't discount the possibility of it. Yeah. That's why anytime I misremember something, I just chalk it up to quantum physics every time. (laughs) Then... So those are those are kind of some of the, um, I guess, I don't know, sociological, sociological and neurological reasons why Mandela effect happens. But then you have internet impact. The role of the internet in influencing the memory of masses should not be underestimated. It's probably no coincidence that that consideration of the Mandela effect has grown immensely just in the digital age. That's what, I was, that's what I was about to say. Like, we might not know this might not have a name. The Mandela effect might not. That term may have never been coined without the internet. Right. Do you think we could create an instance of the Mandela effect in action <laughs> using the internet and just fool everyone? Everybody? Yeah. Like we create. <laughs> Henry the Eighth eating a turkey leg, yeah. but it, something different. It would actually be really easy. Exactly. All we, all, <laughs> all we would have to do is immediately stop this podcast, and then from now on, say we never did a podcast called. Yeah, what are you talking yeah, about? Talking about. <laughs> all it would take is three. What? Three dudes. And I don't even know what a microphone <laughs> is. <Yeah>. What? Uh, <laughs> it says the uh, internet's. Obviously, a powerful way to spread information, and with the spreading of information comes the potential for misconceptions, falsehoods to gain traction. People then to begin to create communities based around these falsehoods, and what was once in the imagination starts to seem factual. In fact, a large uh, study of over 100,000 news stories discussed across Twitter, conducted over a period of 10 years, showed that, get this, this is, this is fascinating, it showed that hoaxes and rumors won out over truth every time by about 70%. Mm, that's a high percentage. <laughs> yeah. And this wasn't the result of manipulation or, or bots. Either real verified accounts of real people were responsible for spreading the false information at a 70% higher rate than they were the truth. That's kind of crazy. But here's the real question. <clears throat> How do we know who the bots are? <laughs> Yeah, I don't think we can. Again, unfalsifiable. Uh, as each person chimes in with their own experience or memory of an event, those false memories could affect the memories of other people as well, thus coloring them to remember the events in the same way. 
So here's the Sinbad thing. For example, Sinbad did star in other movies in the 90s and appeared in a movie poster for the film House Guest coming out of a mailbox that could look similar to a genie coming out of a bottle, which could ex- explain the association with the movie Shazam. Also, in the same time frame, Sinbad dressed up like a genie for an event that he had hosted. Mm. So when one person mentioned the movie Shazam, likely on the internet, it altered the memories of other people who tried to recall movies that Sinbad made from the 90s. And online communities began to spread the information to the point that it appeared factual. You know, he Sinbad actually made a video, a genie video. Y'all seen that? No. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, you mean now? Yeah, now. Yeah, to, to address, mess with people. Yeah, to yeah. address that. Mm-hmm. I kind of called it Shazam Two trailer. (laughs) So the that explanation is supported by evidence that remembering something repeatedly builds your confidence in the memory, even if it grows more inaccurate over time. As more and more people provide incorrect details, these become incorporated into other people's memories as facts, and it strengthens their conviction that they're correct. Hmm. Kind of just want to be like a little bit of like memory spam. For people and just see yeah. if you can mix it up. Yeah, just start going just out there. That guy. <laughs> remember that time when. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Y'all remember this? And then I'll create a website that backs it up. <laughs> just be that guy. Uh, well, look, I mean, I could keep going forever, but honestly, it's just getting it, it's going to get into a bunch of, you know, psychology jargon. I kind of don't like where I'm at right now. I, I feel like I'm losing both of you already. No, I just <laughs> I don't like the world that you've constructed yeah, for me right you've, now. You've torn down a lot of yeah, <laughs> a lot of things. I got to rebuild life back. Yeah, it's a uh, it's really interesting though. It's an interesting yeah, it thing. Interesting. Yeah. interesting thing to think about. Like what what causes it? You know, they should teach. That should be like a whole section of a psychology course. If we were redesigning the education system again. Yeah, yeah. like we did last time. Mm-hmm. Mandela Effect 102, you already took 101. <laughs> You're welcome. You remember? You remember when you took that? No. Exactly. I do. Yeah, exactly. I remember the textbook. Had Sinbad yeah. on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> Coming out of a mailbox. Had Sinbads. On the cover. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it had Sinbad's on the cover coming out of a mailbox dressed as a genie eating Hunt's Brothers pizza. Let's go. 